This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fascinating Insights Podcast. My name is Yushua Alt. And welcome to wherever you may be listening from, whether you're listening from the United States, from Israel, from France, from Belgium, from England, Russia, wherever. We are happy to have you here. If you would like to receive the weekly Fascinating Insights articles, please send an email to YALT3285 at gmail.com, YALT3285 at gmail.com. It is available in English and in French. You can also send to that email... Any questions or comments that you have on this episode or any other any other of the previous episodes, please feel free to send this episode or any of the other episodes to anyone who may benefit from it. And you can also feel free to send the weekly fascinating insights articles to anyone that may enjoy it. Hello, everyone. In this week's episode, I'd like to discuss Lashon Hakodesh. Why is the language of the Torah called Lashon HaKodesh, the Holy Tongue, the Holy Language? The Ramban explains that the language of the Torah is called Lashon HaKodesh because Divrei Torah, prophecy, and the words of Kedusha were said in that were said in this language. This is why it's called the Holy Language. This is the language that Hashem uses to talk to the prophets, to the Nevi'im, and people, such as when He gave the Ten Commandments, that's Sarasadibris. This is the language that contains the names of Hashem, such as Kel, Elikim, and so on. This is what the Ramban writes in Tishmois, Paraklamet, Paskid Gimel, 30-13. Tangentially, uh, it's called, uh, the currency is called, it's called Shekel HaKodesh. Not the modern Shekel. Obviously, the Shekel in times of, uh, in the early times of the Torah. And it is called so because different mitzvahs that were, different mitzvahs were determined by it, such as Erechin, and Pidyan Bukhar, and so on. Another tangential point, which is very interesting, the Sefer Moshev Zikainim, which is from Taisvis, he writes in to Bracious Perikimel Pasuk Dalad 3-4, he explains that Vahikal Eretz Safa Echas, which means the whole the whole earth was of one language, the Pasuk found in Bracious Perikimel Pasuk Aleph 11-1, that everyone spoke Lashon HaKadosh, even the animals and the birds. It was only after the Dara Flaga, after the sin of the Dara Flaga, when language spread into 70 languages. And that's when the animals and the birds started to speak and communicate in their own specific language. What an amazing, interesting fact. This is found in the Moshe of Zikadim, as we said, to Bereshis 3-4, Gimel Dalet. So getting back to our topic at hand, we know that Lashon HaKodesh created the world, as we find in the Medrash that Rashi brings in this week's parasha. It says, Hashem looked into the Torah and created the world. Hashem looked into the Torah and created the world. Just found the gracious Rabbah, Aleph, Aleph. And as a result, Lashon HaKodesh is unlike other languages, because the word tells us about the object. And that's why we find that the word Davar means both a word and an object. Let's let's bring this point out with uh, different examples. We know that a hand is called a yad. 
Yad is a hand. The word Yad, if a person looks at his hand, he'll find that he has 14 knuckles. He has three joints, however however you want to say it. There's 14 knuckles. Three on the four fingers of the, the index middle finger, those four fingers, and two on the thumb. And if we take a look at the word Yad, you see that it's spelled Yudalid. Yud is 10 in Gematria, and Dalid is 4. That's 14 in total. Also, if we take the Yud and put it into the Dalid, we get a Hay. And the Hay is comprised of a Dalid and a Yud. The little part on the bottom left of the Hay is the Yud, and the rest of it is the Dalid. So together that's a Hay, and Hay has a Gematria of 5, referring to the five figures. Also, if we take the Gematria of Yad, which is 14, and we add that up, meaning we take the 1 of the 4, which comprises 14, 1 of the 4 is 5, which, al- which also refers to the 5 figures. Let's take another example. And this time we'll use the word Shane. Shane is a tooth. Now, Shane is related to the word Shinoi. Shinoi means change, because food goes through a process of change while it is in one's mouth. When food enters the mouth of the person whole, and it's then ground up by the teeth. So that's shinoi. Shinoi means to change. It goes through a changing process. Additionally, the word shame means to repeat. Like the Gemara says, Mishana Ba, and he repeats this sin. In Yuma 86b, That's what the Gemara says. At call, Kikiman Sha'avar Adamavera Mishana Ba. Nasus Lekaheter. So Vishana means to Vishana. Shana means to repeat. Shane means to repeat. This is because the teeth repeat the grinding process until the food is thoroughly ground. One last point on this is that the word Shane also means sharp. As in the when the Gemara says the word Shinna, sharp one. And this is because a tooth is sharp, enabling it to grind up the food. So we see this, this idea in this in these fascinating Insights into into the word chain. Another example is the word bachar. Bachar is the firstborn, and we know that a bachar gets a double inheritance. That's why we take each letter of the word bachar. See, it is the only three letters in the aleph base. Right, base chafresh bachar. It's the only three letters that it doubles. It doubles the letter that the numerical value of the letter that precedes it. For example, base the letter that precedes a base base the one that come, comes before a base is an aleph. And Aleph and Bez has a gematria of two, while Aleph has a gematria of one. So Bez is double that of Aleph, which obviously that doesn't apply by other other letters. For example, the letter Dalid has a gematria of four, is not double the letter Gimel, which comes before it, which has a gematria of three. Right, but these three letters do. So Bez has Bez has a gematria of two, which is double that of Aleph. Um, Chaf has a gematria of twenty, and the letter before Chaf is Yud, which is ten. So it doubles that the one that precedes the one letter that comes before it. And Reish, the last letter of the word Bukhar, has a gematria of 200, and that is double that of Kuf, the letter that precedes it, which is 100. This way we can understand why Bashar Aquarius is called the Safa Brura, a clear language, as you find in Sfadia, Gimel, Tess. Her Gimel, Pasuk, Tess. You can see the Ebenezer over there. Taking this a step further, each letter in Lashon HaKadosh has its own meaning. For example, Aleph, Abbez, 
spelled out is Beis Yudtof, which is by his house. What Gimel spelled out is Goimel, Gimel Memlamid, which means to give. Obviously, this is different than other languages, where the letters are meaningless, inherently. And he said, Lashon HaKadosh, each letter of Lashon HaKadosh has its own meaning, and this contributes to the meaning of other letters that join with it in forming a word. For example, P-word means to separate. So this is, so P-Rej Dalid is the combination, is a combination of the meaning of what, of the letters that compose that word. There's an inherent meaning in each of those letters. It's a combination of the meaning of the letters that compose that word. A way we could, uh, a way to understand this is what science is um, it's similar to what science do scientists do when they break up a chemical compound into its component parts and then call it by the combined name of those components. For example, table salt was discovered to be composed of sodium and chloride and was therefore named sodium chloride. When other Mauritians saw the different animals and birds, he was able to tell which letters brought these beings to life. This is how he was able to give them names. For example, when he saw an ox, he realized that it was composed of letters Shin Vav Resh, and that's why he gave it the name Shar. As Shar means an ox. And this is what he did with all the animals and the birds. This is what it means when it says in the Passover, which is found in this week's parish in Perek Beis, Passover Gites 2.19. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. Be well. Just a reminder to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Please spread this episode or any of the previous episodes so that people could benefit from it. Please read and review this podcast so that others can listen to it and be inspired. Let's spread inspiration in the world. If you have any questions or comments, please send an email to YALT3285 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening.